Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dance With My Demons podcast. Are you looking to start a podcast? Then let Buzzsprout be the way. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show could be online and listed on all the major podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many more, just within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. With Buzzsprout, you can create something great together. Follow the link in the show notes, which lets Buzzsprout know we sent you. Buzzsprout will send you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it's sent after a second paid invoice, and it helps support our show as well. Buzzsprout, the best way to create a great and professional podcast. Later. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dance With My Demons podcast. This is season three, episode four, and I've entitled it Time to Face Your Demons, but is anybody listening? In this episode, I want to chat about the importance of self-care with managing your mental illness and the importance of therapy. So with that being said, sit back, hit play, and welcome to Dance With My Demons podcast. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the show. This is episode four, Time to Face Your Demons, but is anybody listening? As we all know, because I've spoken about it in previous episodes, the importance of managing your mental illness, creating routines, um, managing your medications. But one of the other very important elements of managing your mental illness is therapy. Now, I don't know if we always use therapy in the most proper way. The reason why I say that is because a lot of times what can happen, because I know because it's happened to me at different times, especially early on in managing my mental illness, um, we can fall into this, I guess, habit or groove of we pick a therapist, we tell them our story, we tell them everything that's been going on, and if we're fortunate enough to find one we're comfortable with, we tend to fall into this kind of habit of telling the therapist everything we want to hear. That way we can get that response back that we're looking for. We can be acknowledged. We can have our feelings acknowledged. And I don't know if that's always the proper way to go about things. 
because the key to therapy in itself is to kind of start unraveling the issues of our life or what's causing us to feel a certain way or the things that may have happened, whether through past relationships or through you know trauma in our lives or family issues, whatever issue it may be, the whole point of therapy is to start kind of peeling away at that onion and unraveling and getting to the core of our issues and actually dealing with them. So I wonder if all of you out there or for any of you out there, if you can relate to this because I know very early on in my in my therapy sessions, which is quite a, quite a long time ago, probably good seven, eight years, maybe even longer now ago, um, I know I fell into that habit of, you know, you want to have your feelings kind of you know, validated. So you basically tell your therapist, you tell your therapist the things you want to tell them, which will kind of trigger a response that you want to hear from them. And I don't always know if that's the proper way to go about things. It's so important when we pick out a therapist and when we meet with somebody we won't always know right away, but after a few sessions, you kind of get a feeling of what your therapist is going to be like. And I know for me, it I really didn't start getting into the root causes of my issues in my life until I found a therapist that challenged me. And challenging me meant making me feel uncomfortable at times, speaking about things that I didn't always want to speak about, but I knew I had to to be able to start coping and dealing with the issues in my life that I needed to deal with. It's so easy to fall into that groove of telling your therapist, you know, you tell them your story, you tell them what you're going through that particular day, week, whatever it may be, and you want to leave there feeling, I guess, good about yourself or feeling like, I said like having your feelings validated and you feel better about yourself because the person sitting across from you told you everything that you wanted to hear to make you feel better about yourself now did you really get to the root causes of your issues or did you just have somebody tell you what you want to hear which doesn't always mean you're getting to the root causes of your issues sometimes when we have such serious trauma or family issues or relationship issues, whether it be through toxic relationships or codependency relationships or some type of abusive relationships or just relationships just, they're not that they're terrible, but they're not the way they should be in regards to communication. You're not seeing each other, you know, eye to eye on everything. And a lot of it may because you carry with yourself a lot of baggage from your past a lot of demons that need to be faced and when you don't face those demons and when you don't face those issues and you don't confront them and kind of start like I said peeling away that onion and getting to the core of what your real issues are what you're left with is just like nagging lingering feeling of the same like you might have left that office after you told your therapist everything that you wanted to hear or you know wanted to tell them and have them in return tell you what you wanted to hear 
but you're still left with that feeling of, man, I'm still in the same rut. I'm still in the same situation. I didn't actually solve anything. So I'm continually in that pattern or that vicious cycle of, well, I still feel the same way. I still feel crappy. I don't feel myself. The relationship still sucks. Things aren't going the way I liked. And a lot of it is because you didn't deal with the issues, which is real important. Now, in a lot of cases, whether it be in relationship issues or family issues, whatever it may be, you may not always have that person to be able to address that you may have an issue with. Sometimes you'll be in a situation where you have to deal with the issue on your own or through yourself without getting maybe the closure or the the closure from the other person or the reaction or the feeling from the other person that you would have liked. But you kind of have to start working on the fact of healing yourself from the inside out with the possibility that you may never get that interaction with the other person because you may not. Whatever, regardless of the situation, maybe that person's no longer with us. Maybe that person's no longer available. Maybe that person's no longer speaking to you. Whatever the scenario may be, you may not always have that luxury of being able to face those demons with that person. You just may not. It, it just may be one of those things that you have to learn to you know, peel that onion and start dealing with those issues and rolling up your sleeves and dealing with it yourself healing yourself because ultimately that's what you want you, you know you can't always expect somebody else to to fix your problems you can't always expect somebody else to heal you it's not really the way it works in order for you to start getting healthy and feeling better and doing things the way you need to you need to heal yourself for you and that may not always come in the, in the easy way. It may not always, you know, it takes work. And you may not always get it in one or two sessions. Most likely not. You know, it could go on for years. But you truly need to start dealing with those issues. You need to start being made to feel uncomfortable. You need to start answering some of those questions yourself. You need to start having somebody challenge you and be willing to hear that criticism that you just may not want to hear. It may piss you off. It may annoy you. It may make you defensive and right away want to flip it and kind of put it back on them and make excuses so you don't have to deal. You'll, you'll divert. You know, you'll do anything you can to avoid the issue itself. Why? Because it makes you uncomfortable. You don't always want to face those demons. You don't always want to face your past. You don't always want to face those problems. And, you know, as hard as that may seem, it's necessary. Unfortunately, it's a necessary evil. If you ever truly want to heal as a person, you need to start dealing with those hardcore issues in your life. Finding that right therapist, it could take time. It's, it's very similar to finding the right combination of medications you need to make you feel better the therapist is the same way you're, you're you know you're trying to find a connection and create a new relationship where somebody's going to you know be a part of your life maybe not 
on a personal level like a boyfriend or girlfriend or husband and wife but it is from a professional type of relationship where they're assisting you you know with your mental health or your emotions or whatever it is that you're going through um, inside you so you are creating a relationship of sorts and you need to make sure that you find the right relationship for you in you know and finding the right therapist it could take time it could take you know going through multiple therapists um, it could just be right timing it could be a recommendation from you know somebody that you know that could possibly lead you to the right therapist for you whatever the scenario may be you really do need to take the time to find that right therapist for you if you find yourself where your therapy sessions are just too comfortable they're almost starting to feel like like you know like a routine kind of like oh you know I'm coming here I'm speaking but it's become like a habit now almost like going to work or something but you're not really getting any real resolution out of it you're not really getting any kind of real challenge out of it it's almost like you're just going through the motions that's probably a good sign that you're not with the right therapist like I said probably the most important thing you need to do in therapy is to get to the core of those issues really get to those issues and start digging deep and dealing with them and the only way you're gonna do that is by having a therapist who's going to challenge you who's going to push your buttons at times who's going to turn that mirror back on you and make you finally deal with the issues that you need to deal with you know I, I found that to be really important because it's probably one of the most common things that we do when we're going to therapy is that you know I think right off the bat we want to feel safe we want to feel comfortable we don't want to be pushed not realizing that we actually do need to get pushed we need to you know be questioned we need to deal you know because if all you're doing in those therapy sessions is just not challenging yourself not getting to those issues you're really kind of self-sabotaging yourself and getting better and getting well and getting healthy you're not really doing you know yourself any good you know so kind of got to keep that in mind and not only will that just affect you personally it could also affect the people in your life your loved ones the, the people that are there for you the people that you know that do support you by support I mean are there for you willing to listen to you they may not always be able to give you the answers you want but they'll just be there to listen to you or they could be that person that's going to challenge you and push you a little bit and start getting you to dig deep a little bit but you don't want your lack of getting the proper help you need for yourself or you self-sabotaging to affect your relationships either because you're ultimately you're kind of putting pressure on your loved ones whether it be your spouse your significant other your parents your sibling whatever it may be you don't want to put that pressure on them either because you're you're not their problem for them to fix you have to fix yourself they're there to support 
and to offer moral support and comfort at times, but they're not there to fix you. That's your job to fix yourself. So kind of keep that in mind as you're going through, you know, these issues and you're going through therapy or you're managing your mental illness and emotions and the things that you're dealing with because it is important. You're not just affecting yourself, you're affecting those around you. So keep that in mind. I also want to just put out another note once again. I know I've said this in the past, but if you or somebody you know is having suicidal thoughts or or in some type of mental or emotional crisis, the National Suicide Hotline is now 988. You can reach out to them 24-7, 365 days a year, and they will be there to support you and help you and guide you and lead you to the right area you need to get the proper help. I hope this episode, you know, helps somebody out there. I hope it reaches out to you and makes some sense, probably click with you. I know for myself, it's it's an important issue. I've dealt with this, you know, throughout my earlier years in dealing with my mental illness. And I know quite a few other people that I know who also, you know, go through therapy and are dealing with issues. And you want to make sure that you're utilizing your time in therapy properly and you're getting the most out of it and you are digging in and and getting to those issues and doing everything you can to manage your illness and be healthy because that's ultimately what we want we want to be healthy happy and live you know a very enjoyable life it's having a mental illness is not a death sentence it's just something that has to be managed and you have to keep that in mind you know it can be managed you know with the right guidance the right mindset with the right self-care um you know managing your your medications going to therapy, doing all the things that you need to do to take care of yourself that's something you know you do need to do so keep that in mind as you're managing your life and your health and your mental health so with that being said stay strong in mind stay strong in heart but most of all don't let the demons get you down later I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I'll be back with an all-new episode very soon. Until then, you can catch past episodes of Dance With My Demons podcast on anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast on. You can also catch me on Instagram at DanceWithMyDemons69, on Facebook, Dance With My Demons podcast, on X at DWMDPodcast69. And also, if you or somebody you know is going through an emotional or mental crisis, 988 is the National Suicide Lifeline. Keep that in mind. We're all in this together and everybody needs each other's help. So until then, stay strong in mind, stay strong in heart, but most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later.